feet and give God some praise. Give the Lord God some praise on this Monday morning. March 13, 2023. This is the day the Lord has made. And we shall be glad and rejoice. Rejoice, I say, rejoice. Good morning, my brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Praise ye the Lord with me on this Monday morning. This is the day the Lord God has made, and it's, we all shall be glad and rejoice in it. Brothers and sisters, if you are still upon the earth today, it's all to reach up to, wave up to the heavens and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Happy birthday to everyone on the side of my voice, and welcome to the Anthony Harris Senior Morning Praise Hour with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's con- quit the topic. Let's continue to praise the Lord God. That that hit was by Ron Wine and his family and friends, but God. Just think if God hadn't done what he done, we would never see the salvation of the Lord. But anyway. We're going to stay positive and move on forward. We'll let everything that had a breath praise the Lord with Joe Payne.
time for our word <coughs> confessions this morning on this Monday morning. You know, the most important thing in life is to know that the power that your words carry. Your words are so powerful that they reach the heavens. There's something about the praises that goes up when you praise God in everything that you have need of. It's in your praise unto the Lord. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. That's just for all of us that are believers in the body of Christ. One of the things that <clears throat> I believe we as a human race, there's only one race of people, that's the human race, that we have to learn to do is forgive. We have to learn to forgive. Stop holding on to things that causes hurt, harm, and danger. Unforgiveness hurts you more than anybody that you holding it against. So this morning for a faith declaration, from a prepared faith declaration, I will recite to you the confession of forgiveness. And brothers and sisters, let me share this here with you. As long as I've been sharing the morning praise ministry, I've learned that I do not hold on to unforgiveness. I do not hold on to unforgiveness. But I do see where people in the world holds on to it and how it binds them, how it keeps them bound. Even not loved ones. If you know loved ones that are holding on to unforgiveness, I want you to intercede for them. In the name of Jesus, through this powerful confession of forgiveness that I'm about to recite to you. But if you know loved ones, family members, co-workers, anyone that's holding on to unforgiveness, just call their name out for the Lord in your quiet time. And ask the Lord to touch their spirit, touch their heart, that they may loosen themselves from unforgiveness. I had an opportunity this weekend, and we went to, to bury a loved one, a family member. And there is another family member that is actually holding on to unforgiveness with his own sibling. But I think something happened. Something happened to him. Because on the ride back, he asked me to take him to visit the family member. And I obliged him. And in the process of obliging him, one family member said to the other family member, I haven't seen you in 15 years. But I believe it was because of us going to join another family member as they buried their loved ones. I thank God, thank you Jesus, for whatever has transpired that made that one family member reach out and say, let me go and visit the other family member. Needless to say, when the other family member seen them, that family member cried. The praises unto the Lord. 
give God the praises. Thank you, Jesus, for breaking on the spirit of unforgiveness. So this morning, <clears throat> our faith declaration from the prayer statement is the confession of forgiveness. Heavenly Father, Father, I pray this word will touch someone hard in the world today. That the word just go through their heart, into their soul, into their spirit. They will, they will receive this confession and become a blessing to others in the world on today. In Jesus' name, amen. And it reads, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we make a fresh commitment to you to live in peace and harmony, not only with the other brothers and sisters of the body of Christ, but also with our friends, associates, neighbors, and family. We let go all bitterness, resentment, envy, strife, and unkindness in any form. We give no place to the devil in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I ask your forgiveness. By faith, I receive it and have an assurance that I am cleansed from all unrighteousness through Jesus Christ. We ask you to forgive and release all who have wronged and hurt us as we forgive and release them. Deal with us all, Father, in your mercy and your loving kindness. From this moment on, we purpose to walk in love, to seek peace, to live in agreement, and to conduct ourselves toward others in a manner that is pleasing to you, Heavenly Father. We know that we have right standing with you, Heavenly Father, and your ears are attentive to our prayers. For it is written in your word that the love of God has been shed abroad, poured forth into our heart by the Holy Ghost, who is given to us. We believe that love flows forth in the lives of everyone we know, that we may be filled with and abound in the fruit of righteousness, which bring glory and honor unto you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and we give you thanks. Amen. Now we're going to continue with our morning praise. How about some Marvin Sapp this morning? I love praising. Do you love to praise the Lord God? He's worthy of your praise. Everything you have need of is in your praise. If you love to praise Him, say that. And we still have our love. Morning Bible decided read it on today as well. Amen. Amen.
Okay, we're going to go and move on forward with our scripture reading on today. Uh, our scripture reading comes from the book of Psalms, 91, which is my favorite book. Everybody know I love Psalms 91. I just believe in quoting Psalms 91 to begin my week. Sometimes as I meditate on it through the day, let me tell you why I meditate on Psalms 91 too. First, let's go over to Psalms 1. Let's go to Psalms 1. And I'm going to show you why I believe in Psalms 1, 91. Why I, why I choose Psalms 91 as my word of meditation. In the book of Psalms 1, Father, I pray for everyone on the sound of my voice that you'll anoint their ears that they may hear your word. For those that are able to read along with us, I pray that they will read your word. For your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. You tell us in Psalms 92 that the praises in the morning is what you desire. But Psalms 1 tell us why the way of the righteous in the end of the ungodly. So anoint our ears that they may hear your word, anoint their heart that they may receive your word in their spirit and on into their soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalms 1 says, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I'm going to read that back to you again, brothers and sisters, because I want you to understand what God is saying. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners. In other words, God said, make sure that all your counsel is not from ungodly folks. Make sure you're getting counsel from the man of God. And you can even get counsel without the man of God just by meditating on the word of God. And I'm going to continue to show you that. But in his, in verse 2 it said, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. Again, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And what is the law? The law is the word of God. Amen. Verse 3, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruits in his season, whose leaf also shall not wither. All right, now here's the blessing. Here's the blessing. This is what God said. And whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. Verse 4 said, the ungodly are not so. So God says, whatever you do, make sure that you are reading and meditating in His law. God's law, not the world's law. The world's law is, is, is tainted. God's law is perfected. And God said, whose leaves shall also never wither, and whatever He does shall prosper. So if you want prosperity, you need to meditate in the Word of God and unto the law of God. But as we continue on, I want to go to my favorite scripture verse in the whole Bible. Psalms 91. Abiding in the shadow of the presence. Safety in abiding in the presence of God. 
Now, brothers and sisters, you know today, everywhere you go across the world to read about some new, there's a war going on. They have many bullets flying over there. Many bullets just lift that whole situation up before the Lord. But right here in our own community, lives are being lost by straight bullets every day. That's because the spirit of unforgiveness. The spirit of unforgiveness. Somebody is constantly mad with someone else about nothing. They have no idea how to settle their disagreement because they do not meditate in the law, in the word of God. Amen. But some man, one for those of us that are believers who want to cover our home, cover everything that God has entrusted in our care, our families, our neighbors, our children, our grandchildren. It is important that we learn to praise God. It is important that we give God back his word. Because he said, my word should not return to me, boy, it shall accomplish that that pleases me. Not you, but pleases him. So if he telling me that safety and abiding in the presence of God in Psalms 91, this is one that I recite on a daily basis, a weekly basis, when given the opportunity. And it reads, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. He is my God, and Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. And He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth, Lord's truth, shall be your shield and the buckler. And He said, You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor are the arrows, it says the arrows that flies by the day, but it's not the arrows that flies by the day today, brothers and sisters. It is the bullets. So we're going to even say the arrows because sometimes certain Satan shoots these little fiery dots out there and you don't even see it come, but it's in a spiritual sense. But also by the bullets that come in the natural sense that flies by day. Nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destruction that lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you, thus saith the Lord. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. Amen? And this is what another promise he gave you. He said, no evil shall befall on you. Father, this is what your word promises us. He said, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Monkeypox, COVID-19, cancer, y'all don't stand a chance of coming near this household, this man of God, hallelujah. Y'all brothers and sisters, you need to come and understand that he said, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Why? Because he said, this is his promise. He said, because he would give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. In their hands, their hand, that means they got to carry you, carry all you, carry all that God has entrusted in you, entrusted in your care. He said, in their hand, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And then another promise, he said, you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, you shall trample under your foot. Why are you giving us this kind of power? He said, because he has set his love upon us. Therefore, hallelujah. Therefore, Father, you promised to deliver me. And the Lord God said, and I will set him on high because what? He had known my name. 
Jesus told us to call him Heavenly Father. God gave Jesus and Emmanuel the name Jesus Christ. And God said, I will set him on high because he has known my name. And this is another promise from the Father. He said that he should call upon me and I will answer him. See, the name, when you read through this description, it said, I already called upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It only power you know his name. His name is not Muhammad or Buddha. His name is not even Moses or Joshua. His name is Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father's name is Heavenly Father, Jehovah. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. In verse 15, verse 15, continue to read, I will be with him in trouble. See, even when trouble come upon you, God promised I will deliver you and honor you. And then he said, with a long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Wow. Brothers and sisters, with promises like that from our heavenly Father, why wouldn't you praise him? Why wouldn't you praise him? Okay, we get ready to close with, again, with Marvin Sapp. Just tell God, I believe what you told me. Amen? Amen. Let's go. If you believe God for his word, Repeat his word. Give his word back to him this morning. Tell him, I believe what you said to me. I believe what you promised me. Mercy.
first question if God is really on your side. And the reason why you're questioning it is because of the simple fact it seems like the devil is hitting you with everything that he can possibly go at you. But you need to understand something, beloved. You need to remember that the only reason why you're in that position now is because God has ordered your steps. And the only reason why the devil is hitting you like he's hitting you is because he is literally peeking into your future. And he sees what God's about to bring you into. That's why you can't depend on nothing but the word of God. Thank <laughs> you. 